0: cordless one didn't work that lacquer this morning so I've got this one (coughs) alright see the time that we've got available uh, I must say, it's always difficult to, to think uh, after you've been away for some time to consider, okay, what do, what do we speak about? Because in one sense, like we haven't been together for a while and we also don't know how, for how long we'll, we'll be able to meet again until <laughs> we're back, uh, back uh, in home and in front of the screens and so forth. So um, I'm, I'm really thankful that we could you know and that we do have the Josh Chen Life uh that I want to encourage you uh towards that you can continue this morning there's um they continuing on the series on the holy spirit uh and um uh i want to, yeah just encourage you to to get to that too or if you know of people it's it's a wonderful way people can get introduced to what God is doing in our midst and the topics that uh oftentimes uh the Holy Spirit is a big topic for many that um and wonder about um but for us this morning um uh, i i felt to you know just kind of remind us what what it's all about why are we here Uh, in Paul uh, what has God done Uh, because we speak of the gospel uh, and that we we want to work we want to preach the gospel and we we're going for the gospel for the kingdom and so it's a lot of a lot of the things that we uh, need to do and and have to do uh, but we we sometimes forget that God has done a lot of things as well and that's actually we live our life and the Christian life is in response to uh, to what God has done. Uh, a baby is there in response to what the parents have done. Um, the, the joy is a response uh, to, to something that has happened. And, uh, you know, we're You say that, but that is really, we are reborn. Uh, we have been born again. We have been made alive. And that means something happened before, before that. We did not have much work in. We just respond to it. And so, uh, the, the letter to the Colossians, book of Colossians, called a uh, I want to ask you to, to delve into that a little bit in this next season. We're going to take out some some topics or some themes out of the book or the letter to the Colossians. And so, in your quiet times, so I want to ask you to, to go read through it, go, to go sit Uh, in it and and read through it slow if I can say it you know consider some of the the, the words or the terminologies the portions like go think what did Paul mean with that why why does he say it like that why does he start with that year and then only later say this And, and see what correlation it even has with ephesians and philippians because paul wrote and you'll see some like echoes or some things like yeah he's probably quite serious about this aspect because he mentions it in ephesians and in philippians and then there he also talks about it um and so uh, uh we're gonna delve into that and uh, you know with a little bit of time uh, i want to just touch highlight something and i'm almost more gonna talk through it um before I get there, I, I heard this wonderful story of a little boy that went to Sunday school. Don't know if they speak about Moses this morning, but this boy came back home and his dad asked him, So, what happened at Sunday school? No, they spoke about Moses and the Israelites. He says, Yes, tell me about it. Yeah, no, Moses, they were in uh, Egypt. God wanted his people to to go out of Egypt and to be with him and so there was a bunch of plagues and the Pharaoh didn't want to let them go and then he said they can go and finally Moses could lead all the Israelites out of Egypt tell me more and yeah they came to uh, the Red Sea and when they got to the Red Sea they heard that the Egyptians are coming for them again because they want to take them back to Egypt and so they phoned the military and they got a bunch of tanks and uh, just uh, they brought all the stuff needed to build this huge, this huge bridge over the Red Sea. Israelites started getting over the Red Sea. By the time the last one happened, they phoned the military again and they sent these big airplanes with huge rockets and they blew up as the Egyptians were on the bridge. They blew up that whole bridge. All the Egyptians died and they were safe. That sounds hectic. But my boy, I'm not sure that's that's the story of Moses. Yeah, Dad. But if I tell you what they told me this morning, you'll never believe me. <laughs> and so oftentimes I think of, you know, when we speak of the gospel and the forgiveness of sins and that God saved us. It's such a miraculous work. It's too good to be true almost. That... Uh, we feel, and even many religious people almost feel like, yes, we, we've got to tell it a little bit different. Because if I really tell you what God said He did, you'll never believe me. And uh, and for me, Colossians, in some ways, he, uh, Paul speaks about the, uh, what God came to do, and it's just magnificent. And sometimes in the hastiness of our daily routine, the busyness of life, and the distraction of media and entertainment the the responsibilities of uh, the electricity that went up and you know the kids at school and then they're not at school and, and you know homeschooling or you know the, the sorting out things and all that busyness we 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 tend to just glance over and we think oh, it's it's nice and it's a good thing but i want to go and when paul wrote to the colossians uh, they were a number of believers that formed they heard the gospel paul if you read the first portion he says you know we always thank god the father of our lord jesus christ when we pray for you since we heard of your faith and and uh, epiphras was a man that was sent there and he spoke the he preached the gospel to them he said you heard the gospel and believed it and and understood it uh, the grace of god and truth and uh, and Epaphras went back to, to Paul and told them about how these people came to, to the Lord. And they, I mean, Colossus was a, was a place where there were lots of Greek gods that they worshipped um, for fertility and for um, wealth. And, and for, I mean, the, the Greeks had the gods for everything. And they, they believed in them as real spiritual entities. And uh, they had uh, statues for them. They had certain religious practices, and some of the practices were almost like, you know, things we would do on a church gathering they would pray, they would sing, they would dance, they went to a little bit more sexual and at times and things and they did weird and funky things. but it was all so that they can receive something from these gods some 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 power, some endowment, some some goodness and and if if they don't do right they they' also offered and sacrificed so that they can appease the gods because if something bad happened, They must have done something wrong and they need to bring some offering. They need to do something to appease the gods. And then there was also quite a large group of displaced Jews that was in the community. And they came with their background of... Yeah, some very, they had the promises of God, but they came with their background a lot of the laws and, and the different sacrificial rites. And so they had a, a thing of you know, needing to also do a lot of things to, to keep God happy and to be in the blessing. And so in some way, when, as these two mindsets and, 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 and backgrounds came together, they, had, they started to mix this into the gospel message. Because oftentimes we can hear a message and it sounds right, and we would. But because of the the surroundings, the 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 uh, almost like animals have a habitat, you know, the area that we are in, we we confronted to that all day. That's what we see, and so we start living like that. Although we can, in our minds, believe certain things, you know, it's like. Uh, um, and some of our relationships, you know he said, but you never listen to me yeah, and then the person says oh i d- I did listen to you and, and but before you finish they and so in his or her mind, she believes that they they've listened he he's, he's listened, but he's already got an answer because this is how we we do things, so you never do this and 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 and, and we we sorry, that didn't come out now right, you never do this, yeah yeah you you um What's the right uh, example that I can use there? Um, you, 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 you never greet me. Says so, no, but I did greet you this morning, and I, I, I did do this, and I did do that, and when people come, and they, they say, oh, you, you've, you've been exposed to a, a way of doing, although you say you're doing something else. Oftentimes in our workplaces, we we sow with uh, all the to-do lists. and, And so we drag that into our households. We bring that into our parenting. And it doesn't work. So we need to be exposed to a different way of living. And we need to practice that. So that what's in here comes out meets with our hearts meets with how we need to live and and paul wanted for the colossians for them to understand that the gospel comes in and it changes everything in rome the way that they dealt with their their, in their family structure the way that they their children were objects wasn't there wasn't much relationship in the sense like we have today and the focus on kids the spouses, how they worked to, uh, together, it, uh, it was very functional and the slaves, uh, they had servants and the, the way that the masters treated the slaves were horrible. And so Paul writes to the Colossians and you see he touches on marriage, he touches on parenting, he touches on slaves, he touches on work ethic and so. But he speaks first about what the gospel does and then he infiltrates and he says how that changes all of that. He doesn't come and just tell them you must do this that and the other without any anything that they can respond to. And so as you read through Colossians this week I want you to see the structure even of the letter. That Paul starts first with what God did. How good God is. How loving God is. He f- starts with the seed because all the actions and all the lifestyle, and all those things, is a, they are fruit. They are a, a, a response to the seed. And I want to touch on one part in verse 12. Verse 12. Colossians 1 verse 12. Let me just for context, I'm going to read from verse 9 and then I'll stop at verse 12. It says, And so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will, of God's will, in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Man, that's a good prayer. If you're not sure what to pray for someone, if you're not sure what to pray for me and the rest of the, uh, the elders, pray this. <laughs> Fill us with knowledge of his will. Where am I now? Spiritual understanding. So as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit of every uh, in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might. For all endurance and patience with joy. So he's praying for understanding. He's praying that we will walk in pleasing to God. That we will please God. These are all things we want to do. We want to please God. We want understanding. We want strength. He's praying that that God will fill us with strength and endurance. Patience and joy. Giving thanks to the Father. And here's the important. This is giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you. To share in the inheritance of the saints in light. So, an important thing for a child to understand in, in his in his growing up is he's 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 not just there um, by chance. There's 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 a work there's a provision that has come before, him. he's got parents. He's there because of the parents, and then in that. Relationship, He is provided with safety, with security, with provision, all of those things. And that secures the child to look forward to go and hopefully be a blessing and meaningful to society and blessing in the kingdom. But he needs this environment to set him up for. Now I know maybe some here didn't have all of that and all those elements. And God can come and restore and heal. But that's how God designed it. That's the, that's the perfect picture. Loving parents. Multiplying. Loving household. Giving, receiving, respect. And at some stage in that place they grow up so that they can go and be that again. And in some way that reveals God. And it becomes the place where God is revealed. Now God did something here, just like He has done something. What did He do? We can just what did He do? We read there. We give thanks to God who has Qualified. Qualified us for an inheritance. Now that that, that's, that, that language, it's 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 um it's family language. Qualify, thank you, Father an inheritance generally speaking i know there are some people that sometimes get something from someone uh uh, inherit something that they're not part of the family or not a direct descendant or so but but generally speaking you leave an inheritance for the family for the children and so paul writes here and he wants them to 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 understand that the language that we use in the kingdom and that we use in relationship with God is father we thank the father and there's inheritance we are part of this family and he says you need to understand that you don't work into this you don't you you can't qualify on your own he says thank you father that he has qualified now, hopefully, some of you have seen some of the the Olympics uh, uh, lately. I mean, it's always lovely to, to see that all of the Olympics these uh, these um, athletes work years to qualify, and then they need to qualify for some of the um, uh, the uh, some of the divisions. They need to qualify again while they semi-final and this and that until they're in the final. And so this qualifying has got like a, a, there's a lot of effort in it. And you need to meet certain standards. And guys, you and I cannot in our own strength meet the standard of God for life. For this inheritance. The picture here is that we were unable to be with God. Now we've got, uh, like we said last time, Doa and Anamin, they in the process of, of adopting uh, a child, uh, standing ready and uh, waiting. But without them initiating that process of adoption, there's a child there that would never, in their own strength, stand a chance to take part. Of what's in Doha and family. Would never be able to inherit. Now we think of maybe uh, material things. But uh, inherit family values. Inherit an understanding of life. A knowledge of God. A, a love an acceptance. Without them initiating it. And what God is is saying or what Paul is saying here that God did is guys we thank God because he reached out to adopt us he caused us to meet the standard of being part of his family they won't it's gonna reach out and they said, We, we, we and I mean our, our system works now a little bit different. They don't know exactly what child they're gonna get. But but if if it was another thing, they could go to that child and say, We choose you, and by virtue of our choice, by virtue of our action of accepting you, by virtue of the what we pay in that effect to make you part, you Qualified to be bought. You can't do it on your own. You can come and whatever, have a form. You can come and say, I am this kind of child. I am this. I have this pedigree, even. And for some reason, I was left. You can do whatever. You cannot come in unless we choose you. And that's what mankind is kind of standing at the door. And all these Greeks and Jews standing at the door, and they wanna they wanna belong to God or they wanna in some way come close to God. They wanna and Paul writes, he says, guys, you the the gospel for us, the good news, this is good news for us, is we can respond to God's choice. He says, Thank God, He has chosen, He has qualified you to share. He has. It's past tense. And this is an understanding friends that you and i need to continually hear over and over this is for the person that is walking down the street that's far away from god they don't even think they need to believe in god they need to in some way hear that that jesus stepped close we're going to touch more on, on jesus uh, probably next week but that the father in christ stepped close and he said i choose you i, I, I I qualify you. I have I've got a standard you are unable but if I say I I do a work in you that qualifies you. I give myself to you. That's that's pre- I understand it and I give myself to you and you qualify. And, uh, and 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 this that person out there needs to know and this you and I here needs to hear. The weekend we were with some with some friends and at some stage of speaking and you know when we when we get to lunch times or dinner times by virtue of my job i'm frequently asked to pray for the food that's how important i am that's how qualified i am <laughs> i pray for food <laughs> what do you dad what do you do <laughs> for a living i pray for the food <laughs> but at one moment i was speaking in the the, the this friend i could see this uh, the morning uh, or the earlier we, we were driving in the mountains with these 4x4 four four and we got stuck somewhere. <laughs> and this friend dropped a few words yeah, in his exasperation of calling out. Uh, it was definitely not calling out to God, but it was calling out uh, nonetheless. <laughs> and uh, because it's his car, you know, and now we need to, so later on we need to eat. And I could see, <laughs> he said. No, no, no. I, I didn't speak that nice earlier on. You must pray for the food. <laughs> and it was it was interesting because our gospel comes out in our living. Now he knows Jesus has forgiven him. He knows Jesus loves him. He knows. But something happens in our hearts when we do something wrong there. Nah? And that we We stand a little bit back or we, we wanna feel guilty a little bit longer so that I don't know, in some weird way we've paid for our sin. Né? We want to feel bad a little bit longer or we want to stay away and then maybe God feels better about us later on and, you know, He misses us and uh, we, we can come close again. Sometimes we even parent that way. <laughs> well, so, And that's why we need to hear this, this for me and you, Christian, growing up. We that word washes my heart because there are times that I feel far that I have done something to jeopardize the relationship. I have done something to make to, to maybe put something on that qualifying that I don't qualify anymore. I've not attained it. And it's amazing how we can receive in the beginning. We say, yo, I have been born again. And then a week down the line, we feel, I need to work up. And what I found even with parenting and with raising children, frequently my my role for my boys is to help them understand my love for them. Help them understand my... uh, my steadfastness and my uh, my my commitment to them and understanding that re- releases them or or, 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 or or is like a catalyst for them to to move forward in being well-mannered and all of that and so we need to hear what god has done for us over and over not to keep us passive and then i can do whatever i want to but as you've read before, so that I can have strength and patience, so that I can be, understand God, so that I can be fruitful. And the, what Paul is demonstrating here, he says, guys, see how I do this. I don't start with all the stuff that you need to do right at the beginning. I want you to understand what God has done right. And that will enable you to be right. I want you to see that God is your righteousness, that God has brought righteousness for us. He has bought it by His blood and I can't get to that today now. But there's a price that He paid. Now I can live righteous, in dependence on Him. And there will be effort, there will be some hard work. But he has qualified us for the inheritance. He has qualified us to partake of him. He, in other words, he has brought Josh. Can you maybe just for a moment uh, come close to me? So Josh, Josh was in, 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 in Namibia, Ventuk, far away. And now he has been brought near. There's some there's some there's some blessing that I hope I will be to him. That we will be to him. And there's some blessing that He'll be. It's, it's far and how close. And there's, there's a qualifying by virtue of the nearness. What has God done in His Son? Thanks. He has made us one. And so that qualifying aspect comes with the, the standard of nature. In other words, you've been transformed a new nature, new life christ in us the hope of glory says you've been made alive so it's nature the standard of of what the payment that was needed the forgiveness there was an old life and there's you have forgiveness and that it's close god says we are one in spirit there's a qualifying by virtue of of nearness you're not far away off there god is close And so thank God for that. And this week, I want to I, I ask you to, to, to start your, your prayers. Father, thank you that you have qualified me. Because when you say that, you need to acknowledge that you are close. That God is close. That you are okay. And for some, it's easier to believe that. There are some of you that struggle to believe that. And God wants to touch us in our hearts, in our minds, in our and when I'm qualified, now oh, I'm free. I can go and do something. Because some people actually use that as an excuse. No, I'm not that good with God. I'm, not, I'm far from God, so I can't go do things for Him. I can't actually be obedient, because I still need to fix myself. No, no, no. God has sorted that out. He's qualified. It's to take an inheritance. And God is always the primary part of the inheritance in the Bible. God is our inheritance. He is our body, and there's I can't go into that much now, but the fellowship of the believers. Cassie had a, a, a lovely encouragement I think Friday or Thursday, Cassie. When was it? But just the, the blessing in the believers. And there there's this blessing of life that we get from one another. There's grace that we get. I trust that even as we go, some of you would feel just strengthened in the Lord. So go, we were with the believers. We we worship. Together, we connect it, maybe pray together. There's gifts that I need from God through you, that you need from God through me, and it's one of the part of the way how God wants to bless us the inheritance. You can never get that outside of God. So, Lord, we want to thank you this morning, we want to thank you that you did a great work qualifying us. And I pray Holy Spirit. That you would come and elaborate on this this week. Your qualifying power. Lord that every person that feels in some area disqualified. Because of the past. Because of their lord whatever their status their family their their previous deeds their pre- lord we prayed it in this morning lord you would come and reveal christ and the father how you qualify us through jesus blood and that you brought us into your family we have an inheritance we have a place we are adopted And Lord, I pray that you would enable us, Lord, to live this out. To demonstrate this message to others. To communicate it to others. And if there is an area right now that as I spoke that the Holy Spirit just highlighted in your heart. That you feel disqualified. Disqualified. And you actually know it's not right. But maybe just because of how you grew up or what somebody said, you still, you're still still withholding to come close to God. You still feel a bit scum, embarrassed. Just listen to this again and allow those words to come into your heart. It says, give thanks to the Father who has qualified you. To share in the inheritance. Say, Don Quixotera. He has qualified you. Sometimes you need to allow the sword to come and cut away that disappointment, that disempowerment, and can I say even that pride that you rather believe the lie than the truth and you want to hold on to that lie because it actually feels good it, you don't want to receive something for free because somewhere you need to pay for stuff say so sorry Lord I receive the qualifying You qualify me. Oh Lord, wash minds. Wash minds. Wash minds. I pray that you will wash minds. Lord, that you would wash minds, renew minds with your, your uh, gospel. And even as we dig into Colossians, Lord, pray that Jesus would be preeminent, would be the highest in our minds, not just in our teaching or thoughts or in our in a in concept lord but in our minds in our lives in jesus name amen amen